Say hello to a new friend on an old road. Take a two-lane trip of memories into mysteries unknown. Come along for the ride. Jim Hinckley's America. Jim Hinckley's America. Hey, good morning, everyone. Are we ready for another adventure? A little bit of road trip inspiration? Well, we start off with a little music there from Joel and Woody and Boys of the Road Crew. If you need a theme song for your adventure, or a little bit of musical inspiration for a Route 66 adventure, take a listen at uh, roadcrew66.com. Hey, uh, you know, I joke about this a lot, uh, <laughs> but, you know, there's a grain of truth to all of this, and uh, I really do have trouble in any town that has more than three stoplights. I'm an old farm boy, and I, uh, I enjoy the quiet places, the simple places, and uh, so as a result, Los Angeles is... It's hard to believe that I would find the place of interest, but I do. And, you know, when it comes to Route 66, uh, the most overlooked segments of that highway are in the big cities, Chicago, St. Louis, and, of course, Los Angeles. With a little bit of planning, a little bit of patience, and uh, a little bit of balanced expectations, the uh, Route 66 corridor from Victorville to Santa Monica Pier is uh, got a lot to offer, and you can you can uh, mitigate the frustrations of traffic and homelessness and all that other stuff. You can work around that. Let's start this off. You know about Cajon Pass. Let's start with something. My pa always said it was better to fill the head with useless knowledge than no knowledge at all. Here's a little bit of trivia for you from Cajon Pass uh, near San Bernardino. On November 19th, 1954, entertainer Sammy Davis Jr. was returning from Las Vegas, and he lost control of his car while trying to avoid a collision with a vehicle that had pulled onto Cajon Boulevard, Route 66, from Kendall Drive, which was City 66. Resultant of the accident, Davis lost his left eye, wore an eye patch for six months after the accident, including an appearance on What's My Line, and was later fitted with a glass eye. A little bit of macabre history there for you. Route 66. Hey, all right. Now let's get to the, down to the brass tacks here. The Cajon Pass is uh, unique. You can see evidence of the San Andreas Fault there. The Cajon Pass contrasts scenic beauty and rich history with the uh, occasionally high-speed traffic flow that seems to me to be a cross between a demolition derby, a racetrack, and carefully choreographed disaster. Depending on weather conditions, driving the Cajon Pass is an exhilarating experience interspersed with the excitement of discovery. 
Uh, here's a little bit of background on the Cajon Pass. Uh, the Cajon Pass connects the urban sprawl of the Los Angeles metro area with the Mojave Desert. It's between the San Gabriel Mountains and the San Bernardino Mountains. And for centuries, that pass has served as a primary transportation corridor. A Native American trade route linked coastal tribes with the Zuni Pueblos in New Mexico and the Hopi villages in Arizona and all the way over to Grand Covera. Uh, and they used the pass and its dependable springs. And so did the Spanish explorers, and that's why it was the course of the Spanish Trail, linking the Presidio of Albuquerque with the Mission Village of L.A. The Americanization of the area did nothing to diminish the importance of the pass. The Mojave Road, the Mormon Trail, both followed the pass from the desert to the sea. So did the railroad, National Old Trails Road, Route 66, and now I-15. Vestiges of all these trails and trade routes can actually remain in the past. And uh, so it's, there's almost a palpable sense of history, especially if you get off the interstate, like at Cleghorn Road exit, and follow a little bit of uh, Route 66. Uh, glimpses of the various alignments of Route 66 as well. And uh, feel free to chime in at any time here. You can either call in or uh, type in your comments, and I'll try to respond to them here as we go along or at the end of the program. Uh, the uh, various roads and trails are scattered all through the picturesque but rugged topography in the canyon caused by the San Andreas Fault. A tangible link to the history of the pass in Route 66, as well as an opportunity to escape the traffic, take uh, the Highway 138 exit. And a short drive south on the frontage road on the east side of the interstate takes you to a Mormon trail marker. We've also got some pretty interesting and picturesque views. As I mentioned, at the uh, Cleghorn Road exit, you'll find your next opportunity to escape the modern hustle and bustle. It's a short section of early four-lane US 66. You'll find original bridges uh, and uh, some old rest areas and picnic areas. Kind of a pretty area. But you pretty much have to follow I-15. At the DeVore Road exit, you can continue Route 66 with almost a 100-mile drive to Santa Monica Pier. What it boils down to, 100 miles of stoplights. But here's how you beat this. If you do this on early Sunday morning or Saturday, I have found that the traffic on Saturday from San Bernardino into Pasadena along the Route 66 corridor, Foothill Boulevard, Colorado Boulevard, the traffic is moderate. Nothing you can do about the stoplights, but the traffic is moderate. Now, from Pasadena into downtown L.A., Sunday morning is the only option, early Sunday morning. But I'll tell you, I've stood in the middle of Route 66 on Sunday morning with no traffic taking pictures. Uh, I have yet to find a good time to drive from downtown L.A. to Santa Monica through Hollywood and Beverly Hills. You just got to endure the traffic. It's, it's just the price you pay. Uh, there's a couple of things here I'd like to point out to you. Uh, originally, Route 66 followed Cajon Boulevard into San Bernardino and then turned south along Mount Vernon Avenue. There's a lot of little tarnished gems waiting your discovery here. Here's one of my favorites. Uh, 
is the uh, uh, Meatlaw Cafe on Mount Vernon Avenue. It opened in 1937. Quite a time capsule. Great food. And uh, just inside the Rialto city limits is the fully refurbished Wigwam Motel. One part icon, one part time capsule, and of course two parts fun. The vast orange groves that once embraced the motel may be ancient history, but the essence of Route 66 is encapsulated by the snow-covered peaks to the north. Uh, I want to share here a couple things real quick. Here are some of the things that you don't want to miss when you're doing the L.A. trip. Uh, the McDonald's Museum on the corner of E Street and 14th Street in San Bernardino. This is the site of the world's first McDonald's that opened in 1948. It's owned by Albert Okura, founder of the Juan Pollo Chicken Restaurant chain. He's also the owner of Amboy, California and is an avid Route 66 enthusiast. Uh, the Justice Brothers Racing Museum at 2734 East Huntington Drive in Duarte. Uh, you'll find a quite a collection of significant racing vehicles. And it's a, it's a really fascinating museum. Uh, the Aztec Hotel is going, undergoing an on-again, off-again restoration. It dates to 1925. Uh, it's located at 311 West Foothill Boulevard in Monrovia. Just to see the ornately designed facade, wow, it's amazing. And if you're really fortunate, you'll catch somebody around there that's working on the property, and they're, they're really glad to give you a tour of the inside. Uh, the, the Mayan and Aztec architectural elements sparked an entire movement in the 1920s. Uh, here's another one for you that you might really like. The Fair Oaks Pharmacy. Uh, it is located at 1526 Mission Street in South Pasadena. Now, that is the original alignment of Route 66. It was bypassed about 1930. But the uh, Fair Oaks Pharmacy, complete with a soda fountain, has been in business since 1915. Uh, the McDonald Museum is uh, its a private museum, but it's everything to do with McDonald's. It's really quite interesting. It's a great place for the kids. Uh, the Rialto Theater, 1023 Fair Oaks Avenue in South Pasadena, was built in 1925, listed on the National Register of Historic Places. It is undergoing a complete renovation as we speak. Uh, the ornate Colorado Street Bridge spanning the Aurora Seco in Pasadena was built in 1913 and carried Route 66 traffic until 1940. Uh, in 1993, there was a, it underwent a $27 million renovation. It's extremely picturesque. Uh, if you get a chance, drive under the bridge down into the Aurora Seco. You won't, you won't be disappointed. And speaking of the Aurora Seco, the uh, Nine Mile Arreo Seco Parkway was completed in 1940 and was renamed the Pasadena Freeway in 1954. It's California's first modern limited access freeway. And get this, it's the only national scenic byway fully encompassed by a metropolitan area. And from January 1, 1964 to December 31st, 1974, 
The intersection of Colorado Street and Aurora Parkway served as the western terminus of Route 66. Uh, it, it's, this is an old freeway, and it was never designed for the amount of traffic. But there again, you do this on Sunday, it's not bad at all, and you can enjoy the beauty in the ornate tunnels. Uh, speaking of the tunnels, the Figueroa Street Tunnels, now designated a National Scenic Byway, considered an engineering marvel at the time of their construction between 1931 and 36. Uh, the tunnels are the primary corridor in Los Angeles on Route 66. And another one I'd like to recommend is the historic 1924 Highland Theater at 5604 North Figueroa Street in the Highland Park section of Los Angeles. Check out the rooftop signage that's been restored. It's pretty neat. And how about Barney's Beanery at 8447 Santa Monica Boulevard in West Hollywood? Oh, my. This has been a fan of a uh, favorite place for movie stars and music celebrities. That They opened this location in 1927. Uh, another one that I can really recommend is the uh, a Grand Central Market downtown on Broadway in the city's historic theater district. It opened in 1917, and it has to be the ultimate food court. But anyway, as we follow Route 66 along Foothill Boulevard west from San Bernardino in Rialto, it's an endless string of strip malls, traffic lights, old garages, converted cafes, historic wineries, and vintage motels, many of which now serve as uh, apartments. But there's some great uh, little treasures. You just have to try to balance watching the traffic and find places to pull off, walk a little bit. One of my favorite pictures I took down there was a, a neon sign and a vacant lot. The garage is long gone. Ned's Oil and Stuff. What a great neon sign that is. The transition from one community to the next is almost seamless. Rialto blends into Fontana, and Fontana blends into Rancho Cucamonga, and that blends into Upland. And then you can repeat the process for Claremont, Laverne, San Dimas, Glendora, Arcadia, Pasadena. But there's, you know, blended into all of this is some really interesting stuff. At 15395 Foothill Boulevard in Fontana is Bono's Restaurant. Dates to 1935. But if you really want to see something, in Rancho Cucamonga at 8318 Foothill Boulevard, you'll find the Sycamore Inn. It was originally established in uh, 1848. And almost right across the street is the 1957 Magic Lamp Inn, world famous for its incredibly ornate decor. Here's a little tip. If you walk back from the Sycamore, park in the parking lot, walk back about a block. There's a bridge there. Notice the date on that. But look at the beautiful overpass adorned with uh, uh, Route 66. In Upland, landmarks of note include the Madonna of the Trail statue. This is on the corner of Euclid and Foothill Boulevard. Yeah, these were put in in the 1920s, authorized by Harry Truman, president of the National Old Trails Road Association. The Buffalo Inn, that dates to 1929. And guess what it's famous for? 
You guessed it. Buffalo Burgers. And Claremont's landmark is the Wolf's Market, established by the Wolf family in 1917. It relocated to its current location in 1935. There is just so much to see here uh, along these corridors. Uh, a little bit of history about Los Angeles that you might not be aware of. As you crawl along Route 66 through the vast LA metro area, it's difficult to think that this was once an agricultural paradise. And it's probably even more difficult to imagine as a sleepy Spanish mission settlement on the edge of a vast frontier. The first European association with the site of modern day Los Angeles dates to an entry in the journals of the Portales expedition, which camped on the banks of the river here in 1769. Establishment of a ranchera occurred shortly after, and a report dated uh, December 27, 1779, noted the founding of a town with the name Queen of the Angel Angelus on the river. Uh, you can find a lot of this is preserved in the Old Town District on Alavera Street. Really surprising little uh, enclave. And uh, believe it or not, that is just within blocks of Route 66. Uh, I also recommend the Theater District. The uh, corner of 7th and Broadway down in the heart of Los Angeles, that was the original western terminus of Route 66. And in the teens and 20s, uh, there were more theaters in this district than Times Square in New York. And they were incredibly ornate. Just one example is a theater that's known as the Million Dollar Theater. It was uh, the interior was designed to mimic the Palace of Versailles. And the reason it got the name Million Dollar Theater is the facade and marquee cost one million dollars. Well, like a lot of uh, urban areas, it fell on hard times. The theaters became churches or porno palaces. Uh, well, it's all being gentrified and refurbished at this time. Uh, as far as homelessness and crime, look, it's like any big city. In a lot of small towns, common sense. Pay attention. You'll be fine. Uh, do check out the Grand Central Market. My suggestion is also consider use of the light rail system. Uh, they've got a great light rail system in the L.A. area. Most of it follows the Route 66 corridor. That's an easy way to explore things. I've got another tip for you. Uh, you're looking for kind of budget motel, good, good place to stay. Check out the Saga Motor Hotel in Pasadena on Route 66 Colorado Boulevard. Place dates to the mid-1950s. And it's such a time capsule, they use it to film uh, television programs that are based in that period. Swimming pool, towering palm trees, whole nine yards. You tell them you're traveling Route 66, they'll give you a discount. Uh, my last stay was about $115. Not bad for being in, an, in the Los Angeles area. It's a dated motel, but it's very clean. As a bonus, <coughs> as a bonus, it's within walking distance of an eclectic array of great restaurants, and it's two blocks from a light rail station. So uh, that's, a, that's another option for you. Uh, plan a few detours, if you will. 
there's uh, some great things to see, like the Peterson Automotive Museum is just a few blocks off Route 66. And uh, boy, that's a world-class museum. If you go to the Peterson, be sure to buy an extra ticket to go down to the vault. They have a lot of interesting and unrestored cars there. One that really intrigued me was a Woods dual power made by the Woods Company out of Chicago. Imagine this. In 1916, a car that was a gasoline car on the highway, an electric car in town, a hybrid, 1916. They have an unrestored model. As far as I know, it's the only existent model. The Great Farmer's Market is uh, there as well. Uh, Route 66 never went to Santa Monica Pier. It ended at the corner of Olympic and uh, Lincoln in Santa Monica, about three or four blocks from the pier. It was extended out there in 1936-37. But let's face it, you've driven all the way across the country and uh, traveled this amazing road. Who's not going to drive the extra couple miles, a couple blocks out to the pier? Uh, right at the, the uh, intersection of where Route 66 ends, the western terminus, uh, Mel's Diner. Great, great stop, and they really capture the uh, spirit of the Route 66 experience. And it uh, it's really worth a trip. Now, the pier, there's the uh, lost, last uh, stop shop is at the very end of the pier. A lot of people stop, take pictures at the end of the trail sign. They stop to see the little shop, uh, 66 to Cali, Dan Rice and uh, Ian Bowen. Great shop. Ian is just incredibly informative. He's a wealth of knowledge and he's passionate. But don't stop there. Wander out to the end of the pier, the very end. Say hello to Manny, Manny Mendelson, the last stop shop. Uh, others places claim what he is. He is definitely the oldest Route 66 shop on Santa Monica Pier. He's been selling Route 66 type merchandise since the early 1990s. Uh, and he was a good friend of Bob Waldmeyer, the iconic artist. And there's a memorial to Bob there at uh, the end of the pier. Uh, the Route 66 corridor in Los Angeles, it is a challenge. And especially people like myself that have trouble with any place with more than three stoplights. Well, Needless to say, L.A. does present a challenge. Uh, traffic, yeah, you just got to deal with it. it, it it's, it's a big city. But if you plan and uh, you're patient, it's well worth a visit. It's well worth taking the time to explore Route 66 through the L.A. area. I guarantee you. Hey, my friends, do we have any questions? Anything I can answer for you? Uh any thoughts on uh, Route 66 in L.A.? Anything you want to share? We're always glad when people help us tell people where to go. While, uh, meanwhile, like I say, we all have this all set up for call-ins, or you can just simply type in a message and I'll respond here for everybody. Uh, meanwhile, let me uh, share this with you. Uh, 
go ahead and call, like say, uh, I want to share something with you. Wednesday morning, what we've done is we have two programs. Our Sunday morning coffee with Jim, 7 o'clock Mountain Standard Time. That's our travel program. And then on Wednesday morning, 6.30 Mountain Standard Time, we have something else, a little bit more of a trivia type deal or a series. Right now we're working on a series of true crime stories. And Wednesday morning on uh, Wake Up With Jim, we will be talking about uh, the Tulsa Central Park gang from the teens and the 20s. Uh, this was a spawning ground for some of the most notorious outlaws of the Great Depression area. Some you may never have heard of. Others are kind of famous. And this will be part one of a two-part series on the gangsters of the uh, Tulsa Central Park gang. I think you're going to find that one pretty interesting. Man, you know, our time sure goes fast when we get together, but uh, oh, I sure enjoy sharing these stories and encouraging a bit of a road trip. Hey, before we wrap this up, I want to thank uh, Maggie, Keith, and everybody who uh, joined us this morning. Uh, do we have any questions about Los Angeles before I bid you adios? Well, in that case, I hope everybody enjoyed the show. We'll, uh, well, I'm glad to see these comments. Glad everybody liked the show. Invite your friends, and we'll do this again next Sunday morning at uh, 7 o'clock Mountain Standard Time. And wake up with Jim Wednesday morning. Uh, if you happen to be in Kingman area this next week, Kingman, Arizona, National Road Trip Day proclamation will be made uh, here in Kingman the 27th, about uh, 5 o'clock at night. It's going to be a big block party downtown. And then to celebrate National Road Trip Day, the following morning we're going to have a cruise along Route 66 about 90 miles up to Seligman. We're going to have stops at the Grand Canyon Caverns and uh, Hackberry General Store and Terrace Point. And then Sunday, well, we go the other direction, head west up into the Black Mountains. I will be speaking in Oakman, Arizona about uh, riverboats, railroads, and of course, Route 66. My friends, I want to say thank you. Say hello to a new friend on an old road. Take a two-lane trip of memories into mysteries unknown. You can uh, come along for the ride. Uh, our program schedule and program information, as well as my appearance schedule and other news, updates from the road, and some fascinating blog posts. You can find them all on our website at jimhinkleysamerica.com. And uh, like I say, invite your friends. Make it a coffee party. And uh, should be in your neighborhood soon. My friends, thank you again for joining us. And we'll see you Wednesday morning. And... We'll see you 
next Sunday for another episode of Coffee with Jim. Adios.